video games are the latest craze to sweep the country and most of the world, too. Pac-Man, Ms. Pac-Man, Space Invaders, Defenders, and Asteroids. Finish him. I'll be back. He's alive! He's alive! Are you afraid of God? No, I'm afraid of the hungry gamers! Hello, 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 and welcome, boys and girls, to the 72nd episode of the Hungry Gamers Podcast. We are powered by Apic.net, Audio Technica, and AK Racing. I'm your not so humble host, Brendan White. Find me everywhere at Brendan8Bit. Joined today, my lone partner in crime, the right hand to my left hand, Reese Kirby, who can be found at Reese8Bit. How you doing today, brother? Do I want to be your right hand right now? Yes, yes, I'm left-handed, so okay. all, all, all the right. mess and all the fun happened. I'm with, the left-handed uh, as well, and they say geniuses are left-handed. I don't deny that at all, especially now that you're wearing these sexy, round, metal-rimmed reading glasses, or just glasses, I guess you'd say. Yeah, I don't use them for I use them for seeing. You look very, very learned. What can I say? I can see clearly now. Because the rain's gone? I can see all obstacles in my way. Mm. Where are those dark clouds? <laughs> um, so I look like the kid from Billy Madison. The one that uh, I realized this last night. Like, you know that... Where he's grabbing his cheeks? No, Or, or no, you no, mean the, no. the guy that pissed fuck, his pants? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the kid that pees his pants. Uh, <laughs> that yeah. one. Where he's like, he calls her up and he's like, oh, what do you think of Billy? Mm. And then she's like, <laughs> Billy's a little... What did she say? Like, I can't remember, like a little child or something. Yeah, like, and then Billy's like, I'll show you a child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you're like um, that kid. the little pee-your-pants kid, like, yeah. grown up. I'm the pee-your-pants kid. I like that. That's, that's um, not a bad... Uh, that's just what my glasses look ...character like. to aspire to be. Yep. Shout out to Oscar Wiley. Thanks very much to the Who's guy that? there. Um, Oscar Wiley is the name of the company that hooked oh. me up with these sexy glasses. I am not up to date with the uh, glasses brand trends. I know yeah. of OPSM. Oh, mate. Is what, that a brand or what, is that just what the are shop you, front? 80? Like, I OPSM feel like is it's some days. Like something from the 80s. Mm. Then you got spec savers for mums, art teachers, everyone in between. And then Oscar Wiley's for us. Hips cool cats. You are looking pretty fresh, like at the moment. You got your Sacconis on, you got your, your blue jeans. Sacconis are vegan, so it just makes me love myself even more. Is that faux leather in them? Is that why? Yeah, it's, it's all it, they're vegan shoes, so mm. just, you know, and step then, and, off. And okay. then you got this uh, Grandpa Maroon and Black knit. Yep. With the Oscar Wiley. Oscar I'm, Wileys? Yeah, I'm all about the knit, because knit is like the shit, mm. you know? Just makes you feel comfortable and safe. And like you, you've got your life together. Mm. See, I like the thought of knit, but wool for some reason on my skin just doesn't doesn't have a good time. Like, too, I feel like you're I'm too itching. soft. Mm. Soft as butter. Soft as, as butter. That's it. Whipped butter. Whipped butter. Yeah. Mm. Why can't you buy whipped butter? I don't know. Maybe it's that additional manual labour you got. Because you can for. only get it in McDonald's. That's true. With the with the hotcakes, which I had this morning. But you had McDonald's breakfast. I did have McDonald's. Breakfast. What'd you have? Hot cakes, bacon and egg, hash brown, orange juice. It's a good little trifecta. I got a question. How often do you get a wrong order at McDonald's? As in when I'm 
go to McDonald's and place an order and it's wrong. Yeah. Um, not I. I don't go to McDonald's hardly ever. I, the usual times I'll go to McDonald's if I'm in a cab or an Uber on the way home, drunk off my balls, and I'm like, late night macos, go through the drive-through, <laughs> order from the back seat, and all that stuff. Excuse me, can you please stop at McDonald's? You can have anything you want. Yeah. I'll, I'll buy you food. I don't care. I want seventy-five nuggets. <laughs> we only sell them in packs of seven. I don't care. <laughs> Throw two of them away. But anyway, every second order I make at McDonald's is wrong. Is that because they know you're a local and you're just down the road, so they're like, "We're going to spite this motherfucker." It, maybe, maybe it's because there's embryos working behind the counter. Like, is that because they're really little? Yeah. Mm. Very, very like child labor. Let's let's call it what it is. Mm. Fuck you, Ronald. Yeah, you I'll, scumbag. I go in there and I'm like, I want to speak to the clown mm. or grimace. I'd speak to grimace. Yeah. Grimace is probably the two I no Gr- Grimace is probably the muscle, right? Mm. I reckon Birdie's the brains. Birdie's the two I see. Yeah, sure. she's in the back there making it happen. Yeah, yeah. She's Hamburglar's just a motherfucker. Hey, yeah, Hamburglar is is that guy that turns up to work half an hour late every mm. single day, ha- thinks he's Sam- shit. Sam Burglar. <laughs> he's, he, you said it, not me. I yeah. I can't I can't I can't attach myself to yeah. that. But uh, I'm, yes. I'm certainly not shooting it down. Yeah, so there is there is a lack of elephant in the room here today. Um, the Sam Burglar is on his way to Newcastle, I believe, to, <laughs> to have some fun up there. And our, uh, our fourth team member, Miss Ali Hart, is still over in San Diego just living it up a storm. MIA. But she streaming. shall be back in August. Yeah, she's streaming. Um, I'm not sure the of the twitches. hours. But twitch.tv forward slash Miss Allie Hart. There you go. If you want to go chat to her in pseudo IRL. She'd be on that new Player Unknown Battlegrounds game. What's it called? Yeah, you pretty much no, no, hit no. it right there's, on the head. There's like a, a special one that they've got now. Do you nah, know what it's called? No, nah, it's the same game. I think you're just getting. All those games are the deep. same now because they've got like Ark. Well, no, nah, like, uh, it's, it's not, King, not, not King, so much King of Ark. the Kill and Battlegrounds are, are clones and, of each other. And Rust. Rust falls more into Ark. Rust is in that Ark style where it's survival, um, you versus the world, pretty much the world and the other players. Yeah, um, you know you got to eat and sleep and drink and go to the toilet, otherwise you're dead. Where, yeah, Pub PUBG and King of the Kill are just survivalist PvP combat. So you can do singles, doubles, or, or um, fours. And you can do the same across both games. But old King of the Kill is dying a slow death due to the success and additional polish of the old PUBG. Yeah, because I think that like um, this style of game, this King of the Kill, I reckon this will be the next Minecraft. It's it's becoming that way. Like, Because um, you know how Minecraft started as like a backyard mm, experiment. Well, well it's, there's already... There's already plans for obviously like esports leagues of this, and the the games are both in alpha stage still. So it's it's that's the part where I'm like a bit funny about where it's like how can you make this professional sport when the game technically isn't finished? Like there's still bug fixes and patches and all this. And, yeah, but see, it's that's, that's not right, is it? But the old PUBG, it's it's pretty tight. I I haven't touched King of the Kill since the old PUBG came out because it's it's got that additional bit of polish and it plays smoother. Less lag, the hitboxes seem to be more accurate. It's something that I want to play because I feel like it's going to be like our our um, our, our zombie expedition, mm. but just in the virtual world. Mm. It's good fun, and it's because 
as I said, if you know, if none of your mates are on, you just go solos. You know, mm. you can find your way to that chicken dinner, as they say. You know, it's winner winner chicken dinner when you I when you, when you are the vic- when you are the victor. I'm big on chicken dinners. Mm. So maybe you should uh, dive into some PUBG this week. Maybe get it on your computer and I'll play with you. We can do we can do doubles and and suck together. You might be really good. <laughs> just going to let you sit on that <sighs> for a second. Yes. Anyway, we're here. It's the seventy second time. We've uh, donned these chairs and these microphones. Yep. Shout out to Audio Technica. Beautiful microphones. Um, what have you been doing this week? Tell me all the things. All of the things. Uh, I started watching that Castlevania on Netflix. How could you have not finished it? It's only four episodes. I was just not into it. Not feeling it? It just wasn't... Oh, man. Why not? I thought it's done really well. I liked. I liked it, but... I, not enough to be like this is the best because I just it didn't sort of do anything with the storyline to keep me there. It just sort of was like this is what happens. There mm. was no suspense. There was no cliffhanger. There was no. Well, the hard part it was like all this four episode arc was was just a placeholder to try and generate some hype to go. Okay, people are interested. Let's make it into more of a series. Like that's okay. that's what annoyed me. Like it was. You know, 30-ish minute episodes. It must have been hard to get this across the line, though. Yeah, like, it is a risk. And obviously, animation takes a lot of um, a lot of hours, a lot of lot of bodies in motion yeah. to try and get this True. thing going the right way. Like, it was well animated. Like, it looked good. I like that it was gory. I like that there was, you know, dismemberings and there was swearing and there yeah. was a bit of that violence, which, which anytime that's in, like, an anime or, or a cartoon in general, I'm usually on board. I'm, I'm a big fan of, when they have those adult themes in cartoon form. Adult themes. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, four episodes. It was just, it annoyed me because I'm just feeling it and it's starting to move and you know, those cogs are turning and the hype's building. It's like season, oh, obviously it doesn't say that at the end, but it's like season over. Yeah. Four episodes. Come on, Netflix. You know you're not short of a dollar. Nah, I mean, but if they spent a couple of mil on... Oh yeah, it wouldn't be cheap to do on a big season mm. and it just flopped you know yeah, yeah so the good thing is it's been met with a lot of acclaim people are keen they've already confirmed a second season with eight episodes so we're going yeah. to get double the content they've already they've already etched out the story you know Trevor Belmont's rolling around and now he's got his crew with him they're going to go face Dracula I wasn't big on his character down. he's a bit of a points yeah like mm. he has that bar fight and he doesn't really he doesn't really kill him he just sort of just takes their eyes out and stuff. Yeah, oh, but they they both <laughs> beat him up as well, and it's kind of like, oh, he's he's a bit shit. Maybe that's part of the mystique of his because he's on the drink too. Yeah, spoilers, spoilers. Do, he he loves think? an ale or a mead. Do you think vampires should be able to get drunk? Yes, they'd be more relatable. But you know, in, in all, well, that's all. like a that's like a Hancock thing because like you can't die, mm. so it's like. I'm just thinking of all the vampire films and shows I've watched, and I don't re- recall a drunk vampire. But they don't consume anything except blood. From but maybe if say they suck the blood out of someone that had a higher blood alcohol reading, oh, okay. would they become drunk then? Yeah. Hey, they'd have to be really careful about STDs. Yeah. Like like AIDS. Yeah. You know. Because I mean. Don't- I yeah. think there was a South Park parody in that where, like, Magic Johnson's like, you're not going by me, Mr. Dracula, or something like that. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Maybe it was in Family Guy. sounds like something they yeah. would do. Yeah. But, um, 
Yeah, interesting stuff. So I watched that. That was all right. What What do you rate it out of ten? Let's give it a seven. Okay, that's that's good. Seventy percent. Yeah, so good because it was done well, and the animation was great, and the voice acting was great. It's just the storyline needed a bit of tweaking to make it a little bit more cliffhangery. Yeah, you know that that's the only thing. Um, so I played that. Sorry, I watched that, and I also played a new game that came out this week on Steam called Battle Crew Space Pirates. Where do you keep finding these games? Um, honestly, I just I browse. I you know pour a nice glass of Shiraz. I put my lovely round glasses on and my smoking jacket, and uh, you are fancy my my gown, and I just adorn myself to the Steam store and and just uh, see what turns up. Okay, so I'm just going to read the little Steam um, blurb description. Yeah, blurb. Battle Crew, trademark, all mm. in capitals, Battle mm-hmm. Crew, by the way. So mm. it's Battle Crew. Space Pirates is a fast-paced competitive multiplayer shooter. Choose your hero, call a few friends, and join in on the fun. Meet in battle in this 2 verse 2 to 4 verse 4 action platformer. Yeah, so it's like Smash Brothers... Meets Overwatch. Yeah, I'm looking at it. So it's it's um, it's two D two D platformer side scroller, but it's multiplayer, and you're on a, a map like a Smash Brothers type of map, except it's not really like you know how Smash Brothers maps are like a floating island. Yeah, it's all fixed structure. Like yeah. I'm looking at some images. There's a lot of like kind of like Metroid levels. In yeah, a lot of lot of Super Metroid vibe. Even like there's a bit of like. Warhammer 40k sort of yeah there's a bit of that um, yeah then there's four like it. classes from what I can see at the moment there's like aliens and stuff and they have different guns and whatever um, and yeah so it's 2v2 or 4v4 and then there's an objective which is usually get the treasure and you've got to like spam E while the you're treasure. the treasure and you've got to like collect it all and then you've got to you know suck it back up to the ship or whatever mm. but um a lot of parkour and acrobatics are like part of your strategy when you're shooting the other people because, you know, if you if you click on those AWDs, you're out of there, mm. you know, and you can slide up and down the walls, and okay, so it's some some pretty fast exactly. fast movement. Like I'm looking, they've got so each character's unique abilities are based off attack, defense, or, or movement. So That's obviously, it. you've got your DPS, your tank, your your, almost your jungler or your rogue that are slinking around in the shadows. That's right. And there's this part here where it's talking about between battles, dock at Tortuga, a space station that has become the lair and meeting place of the worst buccaneers in the galaxy. So I'm guessing this is sort of the... That's just... Okay, so that's the, just the, the loading screen. The hub screen. world in between. I didn't mind that because that's the loading screen. Yeah. But it's also a lobby. Okay. So... So that's where you can get friends to drop in, drop exactly, out. Check the exactly. leaderboards. So well done. Okay. And, yeah, pretty polished game, um, which is a rare thing for Steam games these days. Ooh, did he say that? Mm. Um, but yeah, shots pre- fired. Pretty, pretty, pretty polished, and um, yeah, it gets a good seven out of ten for me as well. The, so. the system requirements aren't anything too labor intensive. No, no, no. Um, you can play this on the go, um, and, and just like just like these Overwatch um, esque games, yeah, you can unlock taunts, skins, yeah. emotes. All that stuff. So if you're bored, give that a crack with some friends because guarantee you'll have a good time. And it's free to play. Free to play. Or you can buy the deluxe edition bundle. Yeah. yeah. 
because there's like side for 1486 missions. US dollars. Yeah, there's like side quests and side missions and stuff. Yeah, and that gets you all the pirates and something else called Unlimited, which I had Steam does not describe what the hell that means. But so you, you can save $2.62 US on the store right now. There you go. So you're going to keep playing a bit of this, you reckon? Yeah, I'll keep playing a bit of it. And okay. Maybe a bit of that uh, King of the Kill thing you were talking about no we're not going we're not going h1 we're, it, gonna, we're gonna go PUBG. okay PUBG. yeah we're gonna get on some battlegrounds that one yeah um but it's not free to play you're gonna have to pony up some dollars oh boy i'm gonna so, have to crack the bank out get them pennies out son <laughs> what else have been doing um those those are probably the the, the the main things right there just looking suave in your specs and your knitwear i did uh i did happen to sample a very nice ice cream in sydney <laughs> okay uh so tell me more well you know if you're looking to impress a lady mm. ice cream is certainly the way to go yes don't worry about like sheath size and all this stuff you know what <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> well i'm talking about like your, your your bodily organs don't worry about them like it's all about the ice cream know-how <laughs> oh wow okay with this ice cream uh, it's a shop that's opened up inside one of the little arcades near Lord of the Fries in Sydney. So for those that don't know, that's on George Street. George so Street. right on the main drag of Sydney CBD. Yep. In like the arcade thing near uh, Lord of the Fries, there's this ice cream shop and they get the ice cream out of the tub with a rice paddle and they make it into a rose. Okay. And they give it to you. And it looks like a lotus flower rose thing, mm-hmm. but it's ice cream, and it's absolutely fucking delicious. Number one. What flavor is it? The flavors that I got. Hear me out. Durian. What's that again? I'm trying to. Is that like orange? It's like a an Asian fruit that tastes like farts. But oh, you're not uh, you're not painting a good. Picture I know, here. I know, but it's also got like anus rose ice cream. It's also got like pineapple undertones. Okay, so uh, I like pineapple. Pineapple farts, durian, but the other one that I had was really good. Tasted like strawberry oak. Okay, so it was like a strawberries and cream sort of strawberry vibe. milkshake type mm-hmm. of thing. Um, okay, you're selling me on the second. The first flavor, it can go out to the pasture and die. Like listen, I don't. T- no one's gonna like like people that have eaten durian before, or people that know what I'm talking about. They're gonna be able to tell you, yes. Durian is either the best thing or the worst thing in the world. And the people that are into it, they're like, I don't know why. Oh, it looks pretty angry. I know. So it looks like a... I'm having a look at it. It's got fucking spikes all yeah, over like it. Yeah, like a mutant orc testicle. But... Do, do you think there's a band in Asia called Durian Durian and they're uh, doing <laughs> covers? <laughs> so I'd love to start that band. I really hope so. Because that uh, that would be amazing. Just... It, it looks like a weapon. Yeah. So they're, they're pretty feisty little things, but... The, there is an actual law in China that you're not allowed to consume durians on public transport. Because they smell like pineapple farts? And they will just clear the whole carriage out. Oh, wow. And, But people like who like them love them and they don't stop eating them. They've got a handle on it. It almost looks like you could use it as a club. I reckon you could take a few, take a few names with mm. a durian. That'd be like the best anime You'd ever seen. Durian Warriors. Durian Man. Durian Man. There we go. We are making fucking straight gold today. So, you know, 
yeah, the durian flavor, I had to try it because it was uh, extremely wit and adventurous and I admired them for uh, trying to do that flavor because mm. that's not an easy flavor to do. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, think I, I don't think I'd try it. I'm all in up on that strawberry oak concoction you mentioned, but like, I don't want no pineapple farts in my mouth. No, you, thanks. But you're not big on pineapple, are you? Not really. Yeah, see, not I'm really. big on pineapple. Yeah, I'm no. Like, no. When I was a kid, when we used to go to the club for tea, mm-hmm. dinner, oh, yeah. uh, I used to just skip the hot food and go straight to the salad bar and just get a, a bowl of beetroot and a bowl of pineapple. How the times have changed, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> now bowl? you're like, piss this bloody <laughs> healthy fruit and veg off. Give me all oh, that. It wasn't meat. healthy. It wasn't healthy. It was like, you know, just tinned. So it's like... <laughs> SPC tins exactly, on your plate. Yeah. I just have a tin of beetroot and a tin of pineapple. <gasps> And then just go straight to dessert. Like I really, that's ad- so weird. Like especially, my stomach, especially the beetroot and the yeah. pineapple. Like, yeah, I don't know what that was all about, but mm. I was into it. I was I'm, just... I'm very mm, with beetroot. No, it's a very nothing thing to me. Well, you know what they say: you can beat a drum, but you can't beat a root. There you go. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So, okay, so speaking of terrible, terrible puns and and things like that, I was playing a bit of the. Uh, Jackbox Party Pack during the week. What's that? So that's one of those games. Um, started on PC, worked its way to console. I think it's only on PlayStation 4. It could be on Xbox. It's on the Switch as well. It's a game where it ties into an online server in somewhere and it, there's a, like a little code so people can join in or people can spectate. Like lobbies are capped at 8 or 12 depending on the games. And a lot of them are like funny tongue-in-cheek games where you might have to lie your way through um, and keep swerving or there's like they'll, they'll have oh, okay. quotes and it'll be like Reese went and did this and then there's a blank and you've got to fill it in and then people oh. vote for like the funniest answers so or the best like answers Cards Against Humanity yes yeah like that so okay so it's whoever comes up with you know the funniest or the the most relatable or in this regard I was playing with the boys um, over from the Explosion Network um, they were streaming it and I sort of jumped on was just playing on my phone and it just became who could like have the most crude, disgusting, unsavory responses. Like it got pretty, pretty damn harsh. <laughs> so I apologize to anyone that was watching that stream. I could have beat you all for sure. You, you think that, but some of the fire these guys were spitting, like it, <laughs> nothing was safe. You know, necrophilia, pedophilia, Ooh. all kinds of sex acts. It got out there, but it, it's just they're good fun. Those games, like. It's cheap to buy. It's like 20 bucks on, on whatever the platforms are. And yeah, so only one person needs to be running it, say, on their PlayStation or their PC, and then everyone else can play on their phone. So you don't have to be in the room together. Like I was in Brisbane, and there was dudes playing it like in Melbourne, Perth. They're all over. So it doesn't matter. Like just as long as you've got a secure internet connection. Super fun. Um, once we get this studio set up, I want to start playing some of these types of games. Yeah, I'm down. Um, because it's just... The humor and the sort of distrust that is created because Ooh. sometimes there's someone that's like a quote unquote like a mole. Oh, okay. Or, and you've got to try and find them out. And then so they try to keep swerving and, and don't have access to some of the questions and things like that. So it's really good fun. And I think we sort of our, our crew would make some pretty memorable, memorable, that's the word. Um, I think old, content. old Sandburglar would be a good, uh, good oh, mole. Yeah. yeah old Sam Burgle, he'll be taking this game out I reckon so that could be our next 8-bit shirt is the McDonald's crew yeah. as eight, as uh, as Hungry Gamers mm. we just gotta watch out um, that designed by humans don't ping us because sadly 
the uh, Hyrule Park shirt, rest in peace, has been no. taken down from the stores. Damn. So I'm now doing the legal dance with Design by Humans again about what I can change to make this worthy because obviously they've got franchise rights with Jurassic Park and doing all their merch. Um, so I'm trying to work out if I can just remove the overturned sort of little Jeep car and that might be all good or if it's the fence. So it's, it's a whole thing. So whoever the few people that got in there on that first day and bought that shirt before it got ripped off, you're lucky because they're going to be one of a kind, nowhere else available in the world. How's so that? I'm super jealous because I didn't even get to order one in time. So We're like the, the Larry Flint of designing t-shirts. Mm, yeah, they're just, they've just got an axe to grind with us, it They're seems. just trying to take us down at every turn. You know, you can't stunt our creative freedom and flair. We're coming back, Designed by Humans. And on that Designed by Humans talk, before I jump off that wagon, we're going to have caps and beanies on there this week as well. Yeah. So we've got we've just sort of confirmed all that. We've got this additional affiliate status on there. So now we can start doing headwear. So uh, Hats any, and beanies. Anyone that's got a bit of a rough upper head and they want to cover it up with some sweet, sweet hat. That's me. Head on over to designbyhumans.com forward slash shop forward slash we're at bit. Anyway, just while we're on the topic of merch, I want to throw this idea out to the people. Because, you know, we're a democracy around here. We um, we like to throw it to the people for a vote. Mm. Uh, I'm going to pitch an idea and I want to hear people's feedback whether to, if they would buy into this or not. Yep. So I'm thinking an 8-bit gaming onesie. Oh, no. You, you and Benny were, were spruiking this in our little internal chat. I think just yesterday. But not just like any old onesie. This is a gaming onesie. Like the Xbox onesies they did for a hot minute there. Uh, they never released them to the public, like for, see, for public I consumption. I don't really think that they nailed that design. <sighs> you are the man with the hot takes, I'll give you. I So tell us, tell the, us your concept, your so vision the, the for game, this onesie. The gaming onesie would have... Uh, like a snap button front flap for your controller. I thought for, for where you do Wii's. Nah, 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 nah. I'll probably just make it a zip, a zip go. Okay. Uh, yeah, front flap for your controllers. Uh, side pockets for snacks and or beverage. Mm-hmm. Uh, a carabiner clip so you can easily clip items on and off here. Uh, a small charging pack for your phone. Jesus, you are going all out. This is like the bloody Elon Musk. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of everything, right? So you can charge your phone on the go. Um, yeah, I'm thinking like not a polar fleece because polar fleece is for dads picking up their daughters from netball, but uh, you know, like a soft fleece, right? Yep, yep. Sort of like one of them throw blanket style fleeces. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know that, and then the hood would be. A dinosaur head. Okay. Okay, and that ties in nicely to our branding. What color is this? Black and purple. Black and purple? Of course. So it's black with, say... Is there a tail on the back of this? Like a dinosaur tail? Or is that just going too far now? I want there to be a tail now. Mm. But I wonder if that would be... Fit in practical, especially if you're doing a poo. You don't want that tail yeah, dipping in Yeah, I don't think it's going to be comfortable in, in that basin, when you're sitting you know? down, you know? Mm. So maybe, maybe no Tuck tail. it out the front. Yeah, I, mm, I don't know. Maybe it's detachable. Maybe it's like Velcro. But what if you lose that Velcro tail? 
See, some, you can still hear this, I, this idea is still being spitballed. But I want to throw yeah. it to the people. Do you think that's a good idea? Would you pay $100 for it? I most certainly would not. I think it's a terrible idea. I Because that is how much it would probably cost yeah. to make. Yeah. As it is, it's hard enough trying to sort out these e- eSports jerseys on top oh, of these yeah, onesies. True. It's, um, yeah. I, I, li- I, like, I like the ambition. I like the energy. And you and Benny... Maybe we can workshop this a bit more and, and see how it works. See if there is any feasibility to this idea. Gaming onesies. But um, yeah, at, at the moment, you know, it's as they say in, uh, in Shark Tank or uh, Dragon's Den, it's a no from me. Oh. You ain't Theo for, uh, Theo for fetus and me today, I'll tell you. <laughs> so on top of Jackbox, I can't, I probably shouldn't even be mentioning that I'm playing this. Hopefully, uh, no representatives from Nintendo are listening to this podcast. Uh-oh. But I don't think I'm breaching any NDAs. But I have been playing Splatoon 2. Oh. How's that? All I can say is I'm having fun. Good. I will be able to unpack this more on the next episode because it releases this week coming. Yep. But I'm having fun. Um, seems like it's going to be another great title to pick up on the old Nintendo Switch. Yep. So... That's sort of the uh, what I've been playing this week. I haven't been watching a huge amount. I've been um, traveling with work all week, so I only just got back yesterday. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's been a pretty tame week. Yep. Just want to give a shout-out to the plowing, though, in Brisbane. Fantastic food and drinks. Ah. Meals the size of a small country. The plow. The plow in on South Bank. All right. South Bank has really turned a corner up there. So any, any Brisbaneites or Queensland-based uh, folk, make sure they check it out. Not nice. going to be uh, disappointed. So, um, love your work. Segwaying nicely, I guess, into uh, this this next uh, usual staple on the on the ballot. Yeah. This week's news headlines. And it ties in well because there's a lot of disappointment that I'm feeling with this first headline. Okay. Nino Kuni two has oh. been delayed. Yes. yes. As I fight back the tears. You are not happy. So it's moved. It was meant to be November 10th, yep. 2017. It's only moved back two and a bit months. So it's January 19th, 2018. Mm. But um, I've got a quote here from Akihiro Hino, who's the chief executive um, game developer for Level 5. And he has issued this apology. And he has said in, um, in quotes, they wanted to deliver the full Nino Kuni 2 experience. He went on to then say the following, I deeply apologize to those who have been looking forward to the game's release. Please rest assured, however, that we will continue to strive to provide a deep and satisfying single-player experience that our fans can look forward to enjoying, end quote. Yeah. So. Same old story. Yeah, it's the usual, the usual um, developer dance. You know, they commit to a date, realize that they're going to have something undercooked at that time. So they'll push back. I'm, I I know that you would be pretty upset if it I, came out. I'm very upset. I'm a huge, huge fan of Nino Kuni. It's it's a shame because it's a great game, graphically, on from the narrative, the controls, you know, anything that's from a Ghibli universe. Can you get that on your PS4? I think somehow. I think you can get it via like it's obviously it was on the PS3. Um, I think you can. I'll, I'll double check it in a second. Um, but yeah, who do, who doesn't want Studio Ghibli mashed with like Pokemon? Yeah, that, that's the way you describe this game. That's it. Uh, completely new characters from like in the second one as opposed to the the storyline from the first. Mm. 
anyone that hasn't played this game that is a fan of either of those two things you know that pokemon universe or you know if you want to loosely tie it in like digimon or any of those you know battle battle cartoons and studio ghibli you know you're missing out because this game was a gem you know i loved it i played the hell out of it had a all-star little battle team by the end of it um just a quick uh service announcement while we're talking about studio ghibli is they're re-releasing 20 of the studio ghibli films in australian cinemas uh very very soon details are on the madman facebook page if you want to go check that out i'll definitely be going to see spirited away and mm, i can't even think of the other ones i want to see them all but Mm. i guess the main ones i would go to see is totoro maybe how's moving castle spirited away ponyo i saw ponyo at the cinemas but oh man that was such a cool movie Mm. yeah so yeah madman facebook page go check it out yeah or just madman.com.au there you are probably more the details on there um yeah that's that's a bit of a sad one like it's it's good that it's only an additional say 10 week delay it's not like a year or something yeah it's it's, it's nothing like um yeah red dead or the fractured butthole melodrama that's going on with that but it's funny because a lot of these playstation 4 exclusives are starting to go down this path where they are getting delays here and there. Um, is that saying something about the industry where maybe there's too much pressure to release a half-cooked game and fill it up with mm. DLC? And yeah, you know, is that how it is now? It's yeah, not maybe. like it used to be. I, I don't, I don't know if it's maybe pushed from the top where Sony obviously they look at their roadmap over a calendar year and say, okay, developer X, we've got this window if you want this game in otherwise you're waiting a whole year mm. so maybe they just go yeah we want that block yeah that's, true you know that's peak holiday period or whatever we can do it we can do it and then and then obviously when it comes closer to the crunch no but sorry sony we're rolling back so yeah. but it's it's something that probably could be could be unpacked in a, in a pretty in-depth level just to see the amount of games that do get delayed mm. um based off those initial um, release dates. I'm curious to see what the percentage of, of games are that do hit that initial confirmed release date or not. Mm. So maybe we could do some digging on that one. Mm. Um, another little bit of news, uh, which is pretty exciting. Uh, there's some rumors out there that Oculus uh, could release a $200 USD VR headset in 2018. Uh, but the cool thing about it is it's going to be not only free of cords free of requiring a, a pretty beefy PC to run this thing and free of smartphones. So do without the Samsung Gear VR thought process, do without the PSVR where you're running off the PlayStation or do without the Oculus Rift or the Vive where you need a, a pretty hefty rig at the back to uh, to power this. So it's, it's still pretty early. Um, well, look, just on that Oculus Rift piece, uh, I think you'll find that there's a new Oculus Rift deal, which yes, is so good available now i'm not sure mm-hmm. maybe very soon including it's a now. a bundled headset the oculus touch and motion sensors along with seven games for 399 dollars. that's half the original cost yeah it's i i um i was very tempted in buying that this week that's us dollars right I'm that is sure. us dollars uh so let's say 600 australian which is still pretty good yeah and i and they were saying the reason why it's become so much more popular is because of the, you know, the adult games and the adult Mm -hmm. um, features on the Oculus, which I don't know. I don't think I could get amongst that. It's interesting. Like 
I want to get one of the, the big boy VR headsets, I guess you could say. Like the PS4 VR is sort of, I'd say, the mid-tier. Okay. You know, obviously it's, it doesn't have the same power behind it like the Vive and the Rift does. Mm. So I want to get a, uh, a HTC Vive next, I think, because I've played it a fair, fair amount, played a few different games. The graphical fidelity on it is leaps and bounds ahead of the PSVR. Mm. Now, when you play the PSVR, it almost feels like you're looking through a fly screen. Yeah, right. Um, because the, the resolutions just aren't there. Yeah. It's still a great experience. Like anyone that hasn't played um, any any form of VR, do it. it it's a, a level of immersion that you can't feel anywhere else in video gaming. You mm. know, anytime that we've played it or even just general punters that I know that aren't gamers and you just strap them in and let them play a game, like they walk away and they're like, whoa, what the fuck? Like I was in this world. Like it's <laughs> it's an experience. Yeah. And at this, at this stage, it's more of an experience. It's not like a core foundation to your gaming i don't think like you're not playing it day in day out they're still trying to find those hooks where you're going to get any form of regularity behind it but i think with this little oculus 200 headset i'm curious if it's going to go more so down the path of media content so say you've got this headset and it's got pre-gate like maybe it's micro sd on it or something you can mm. preload media and then you chuck it on and you're watching your films or your TV shows or your concert experiences or whatever. I'm wondering if it's going to go more down that path as opposed to playing some games. Yeah, I just think the games will be the first and foremost thing. The, everything else will be secondary. Mm. It's like they tried to launch media stuff with PS3 and PS4 and Xbox 360 and they tried to make that a media experience, but it was just, you know, just games. Mm. Everything else comes secondary. Mm. Um I don't know anyone that uses their Xbox as a DVD player or... I use mine as for, for my Blu-rays as well. Like obviously, I play all my games on it too. I use it for Netflix. Yeah, because it's got the best it. hub. It's 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 UI is I, leaps and bounds better still, than PlayStation, no I matter what anyone says. The Xbox 360 had the best UI. It was so oh, much super easier. Super clean. So much easier to yeah. manage apart from all these tiles now. I keep accidentally pressing like Yahoo News tiles. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Get out of here, Yahoo. Yeah, it's um I, I know you're paying. I, I yeah. like it's nice and clean and it's vibrant, but there's so much unnecessary filler. Yeah. Like the first thing I've I've done when I've powered up a new console is just stripped it right back and just yeah. had bare minimum what I need. But um I just think with this Oculus sub two hundred, like the games on it aren't gonna be overly powerful because you can't have this big heavy thing weighing several kilos mm. strapped to your head because then no doubt with the way the world works they'll lead to lawsuits where people are suing yeah. for sore necks and all this shit so I think it's going to have to be pretty light on games maybe that's why the media might lend itself to it more because all they're going to be doing is just transmitting this image in front of you to a quote unquote four meter screen um, is what usually the headsets translate to for your eye spectrum as opposed in, to in um relation to the distance to those two little lenses so yeah it's exciting i like that it's becoming more mainstream or financially viable yeah obviously we've got like the samsung gear vr and all that stuff where you can get that for like a hundred bucks and google cardboard and all this but it's good to see there's going to be a tier up that sort of might be just under mid-tier but still provide an experience to uh to get the masses excited nice i love my vr I love my VR. There's a few new games that I need to play on it. I haven't touched it in a while, but I'm going to get it set up. I'm going to set it set up permanently and go crazy. So you might never see me again because I'll be in augmented reality somewhere. <laughs> Come out like, you know, Mr. Burns and yeah. Spruce Moose. <laughs> Hop. 
in. <laughs> I said hop in. <laughs> Speaking of hopping in, actually, this segue doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> WWE 2K18, yeah. you know, the yearly WWE professional wrestling sports entertainment juggernaut rolling into the station uh, this October, October mm-hmm. 17th. Uh, confirmed, confirmed for Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and PC. Has this week been confirmed that it's going to be landing on the Nintendo Switch? Oh, nice. So, that's exciting to see... I don't know if prestigious is the right word. To see a third-party game that's got a bit of a name about it being ported to the little Switch. Yeah. Obviously, they're going to have to sort of uh, scale down some of the some of the graphics and whatnot, because like, obviously the, the processing power in, in the Switch isn't as strong as those other platforms, but... It's still cool to see that they're starting to to pivot that way and, and sort of include Nintendo in in their thought process when they're making these games. Mm. I'm a big professional wrestling game fan. Um, I haven't I haven't played them for much regularity over the last few years, but it just take me back to WWF Warzone, yeah. WWE Attitude, and like No Mercy. No Mercy was one of my favorites. WrestleMania 2000, yeah, that was my main one. Yeah, WCW versus NWO, mm-hmm. that was a big one. I remember. Oh, SmackDown, PS2. Yeah, oh. yeah, and then Amazing. like SmackDown versus Raw. And yeah, all that. like they've made some great games over the years. THQ are crushing it when they change the control structure from going from like almost fighting control inputs where you're like left, left, right, down, yeah. up press triangle or b or whatever to do a certain move to just being you know angle base with it with a button like it's really simplified it's really accessible and it's it's great soap opera gaming like it's super fun yeah i did the um the hero's journey in wwe 2k 16 Mm. that was that was so much fun because you can like personalize your own entrance themes you can upload your own music i think i had Hearts on Fire by John Cafferty from Rocky IV. Do you want to do you want to sing a couple of lines of that, or just a line for those that don't know what song that is? Hearts on fire. Feels like I'm right there. Desire. I'm shadow boxing right now. That's what I that's what I listen to when I when I go to the gym once a year. But um, <laughs> yeah, it was good because you could like make your character pretty much look like anything. anybody. Yeah. And and you can make them as ridiculous as you like. Like yeah. you could try and make them just look like you and I, or you can make them look like, like the lizard professor or from... the Hulk or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I love the depth that the customization goes into those games. As you said, doing the the ring entrances and their little gestures and, and the all, way that they do the taunts. trash talk. Yeah. yeah, like I'm actually excited to get back into one of these games and try one of the story modes. Yeah, it's fun. It's Go really ham. Because yeah, I'm I'm a you know, I'm I'm not ashamed to say it. I'm I'm a professional wrestling fan. I was I was all in when I was a kid, and then I sort of lost my way for a while. But I'm sort of picking up, and, and I try and watch at least the pay per view every month. Well, look, if you're out and about, the AWF is now going to be held at the Baldface Stag. Really? Yeah. For those um, who don't know, that's on Parramatta Road. Yeah. Um, just outside the CBD. They've recently just taken on a new marketing strategy, which is working because. They have a lot of cool burgers and beers and street art and a lot of cool bands play there all the mm-hmm. time. All the residual underground punk bands from Blackwire Records are now playing at, um, at Baldface Stag. So good on those guys and proudly pokey free, which is awesome. I don't know, but I love me some pokies. Nah, nah. It's killing the live music industry. It's, it's yeah. If you want to play pokies, go to the casino. All right. Or, or you know, the RSL club. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, they don't care about live music. 
They care about making money. Just want to play me some of that Super Bucks 4. Maybe a bit of Wild Stallion. <laughs> a bit of Polar Bear. Uh, isn't Wild Stallion the name of the band from Bill and Ted? It sure is. But Wild with a Y. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah. Go check out AWF at uh, the Bald Face Tag. Just follow their Facebook page for details. Let's go watch one of those. I'd love to because it's down the road and they sell amazing burgers there. Okay. I know Fox Hat Burgers moved into the townie at Newtown, but the burgers that are still there at the Stag are amazing. Let's do it. Into it. Let's do it. We'll report back when we go to one of these events. We'll try and get in the ring as well. Oh, I know a few of the old tells and things. I, I did two lessons at a Canberra professional wrestling school in my late teens, so I know a few of the, the things to telegraph. And What was your wrestling persona? Um, we didn't get that far into it because I only went for two days. So it was just like showing how to take a bump and, and how to do some, some of the sort of low to mid-tier moves. So what would your wrestling persona be now? It's hard to say because back in the teenage years, we had in, in my hometown of Kuma, we had the CWF, so the Kuma Wrestling Federation. Which you made? I, I ran it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was the commissioner slash competitor you were the vince mcmahon i was i was the kuma um, wrestling federation but we had not even exaggerating we had about 20 people involved really so we had like tag teams we had individual wrestlers my my uncle he's only seven years older than me yeah um and, and he got involved and, and his wrestling name was captain holiday ah see that's the best yeah and so he he's you know he'd always come in he'd have his hawaiian shirt on he had like one of those lays on and his music was like that Hawaiian ukulele like and so he'd come in doing like the Hawaiian dance to the ring and all this and but then like the running joke with him is we'd go for a match or something and he wouldn't turn up sometimes and then he'd turn up into like a taping three weeks later and like where you been Captain Holiday and he's like I've been on holiday and he'll like show a Polaroid of a trip he was on and all this bullshit like we were hard in there are videos of this there are they're on tape um, I've still got one or two of them and a few of the other guys have still got the others. We're going to have to get these tapes. I'll track the them lost down. lost tapes of the CWF. Yeah, but my name was um, Bren Van Dam. It's so, tied on the back. I was a big Rob Van Dam so fan. So Rob Van Dam, but just with your name. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't wear the one piece that he had. I had oh. like... I think I cut the sleeves off my t-shirt because I'm fucking badass showing them little guns. So let me guess, you were um, the hero. Um, Good guy. I was a face for a while, but then I turned heel. Um, I think in sort of the second season, it all happened because I got put through the, the second back fence. season. How long did this go for? We we did this for probably two and a half years. Oh my goodness! Yeah, and um, it got pretty rowdy because, like, matches we had like went through the house and into the yard, and <laughs> I got thrown through the back fence once. Like oh I was God. meant to sort of just bounce off it, but I went straight through the fence. <laughs> And it was so funny because like the, the cameraman and like our ref and all that because you know you, you plan out roughly what's going to happen. Um, obviously, we didn't plan for that. So then the cameraman sort of panned around and was like, "What's going on? We're going to get in so much trouble because we've gone through the neighbor's <laughs> fence." And oh. but the camera kept rolling. That's good. Um, but no, it's fantastic. There's some there's some quality out there. I think uh, I think I would play the guy that everybody loves to hate. I think I would be like you'd be the heel. Yeah, I think I'd be like the hipster or something yes. and come in with a shitty scarf and a macchiato yeah and like a fedora and stuff like that and like, like just in your undies jeans like, rolled up moccasins with no socks and I, what would my special move be like the macchiato slammer or something 
or something real punty like you'd, the, you'd the, slap him with like a vintage glove or some bullshit <laughs> like that the vegan donut punch yeah <laughs> so that'd be my I think that'd be my persona yeah so um, we've already confirmed that Sam is the hamburglar so he just <laughs> he just roll in in yeah, hamburglar yeah, yeah, attire yeah. you know like black eye mask and no, things wouldn't like he, that wouldn't he be Celine the dream just he he can change like he can start as a heel and yeah. then have like a, a character shift and, and become Celine the dream and almost be like the Hulk Hogan of Lebanon like he comes in the and Hulk Hogan of Lebanon <laughs> he'll be like <laughs> eat your tabbouleh brothers look at these 10 inch pythons I can't I can't I can't okay shit alright this is definitely going okay if anybody that listens to this lovely podcast has any ties to the AWF hook us up Mm. because I want us to be involved I want us to be in that AWF Mm. tomorrow Yeah, because that would be amazing I don't know if I could still wrestle but I could be like a a manager like a valet be the mouthpiece you could do it Mm. You could do it for sure. I used to do a mean frog splash. That was my move. The frog splash. <laughs> oh, mm. frog splash! I can, do, I can suplex anybody too. I'm fucking yeah, because that's all them. Like... Yeah, you just got to time and just make sure they they keep their legs straight. Yeah, but it's yeah. I can body slam. Mm. I, I used to you know wrestle my brother in the pool. <coughs> I used to get my ass handed to me. Mm. Blake the snake. Blake the snake. That's it. There we go. We've got storylines just writing themselves. <laughs> So doubling uh, back, um, if you pre-order WWE 2K18, you will unlock the ability to play the Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, who is now back in the WWE no after way. years out in the wilderness, contract disputes and drugs and alcohol, all these dramas. You, when you want to deep dive on some wrestling dirt sheets, give me give me a hoy. But um, it's good to see the, the Kurt's to back and you'll be able to use him as a playable character come middle of October. The release date for Switch is still to be confirmed. They're saying fall 2017, so it's going to be somewhere from October through to late November, maybe, at a guess. Um, but that is that bit of news. On to the next one. Not really gaming-related, but I found it interesting. Steve Whitmire, who probably no one knows who that is. No. I didn't either. He actually voiced Kermit the Frog for the past 27 years. Oh, is of, that so? Of the Muppets fame. Has uh, been given the flick. Oh, no. <laughs> Matt Vogel is stepping in to voice Kermit. Who, hey, how you doing? I'm Matt Vogel. He actually voices... Look at me, I'm Kermit the Frog. He actually voices Count Von Count on Sesame Street at the moment. <laughs> One character. So he's going Two from... character. <laughs> you are out of control over there. <laughs> so, yeah. Steve Whitmire, all the best in your future endeavours, mate. Hopefully it's... Uh, how is this news? What, where did this come from? I thought from? it was interesting. I'm like, you know what? Got a... Got a Got to pay, some, to pay some respect to old Stevie you, Whitmire. Do you like the Muppets? I'm a fan of the Muppets, yeah. Yeah, I like Big the fan. two old guys. Oh, up in the balcony there. Yeah. That's the worst thing mm. I've ever seen. Yeah, I love um, Fuzzy Bear and also just oh, the, old, waka waka. the old, sweat, old chef. Oh, yeah, the Swedish chef. Put the dirt in the dibbly dibbly dirt and you get the burr. And it's just like, <laughs> what? Uh, and Beaker. Oh. Me, 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 me. Good okay. stuff. Ah, oh, we should get Muppets made of ourselves. Mm. That'd be fun. Yeah. I'd buy a Brendan Muppet. Yeah, yeah, and be like my ventriloquist dummy. Let's 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 my see how we Brendan can. What drink a beer? <laughs> Live that's, in Stratfield, eat chicken. That's not too far from the truth. That's that's my three catchphrases. Um, next bit of news I've got 
Uh, Steam, over the last couple of weeks, have been working on and finally released their new cheat system. Um, they have since, on the first day of releasing this this past week, have caught 40,000 cheaters. Oof. So uh, they've all caught vac bans. You see that streamer who was, uh, who was caught cheating? Oh, the the late the girl yeah. on CSGO. Yeah. 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 And she had like, during live stream and her little cheat command code prompt thing kept coming yeah. up. And then afterwards she like, I think she, she got wise to it a little bit later. And then she's like, oh my God, my friend was on this computer yesterday and I told him not to use anything. And now they're cheating. And now my bloody fucking rep's ruined. Yeah, it's, it's a whole thing. It's a good watch though. Check it out on YouTube. It's, it's, t- it's God tier cringe. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, 40,000 or 40,411 have been uh, picked up on the VAC band. So that means that obviously they're not going to be able to play on these specific monitor servers anymore for a 12-month period. And on top of those 40,000, 4,972 were also picked up via another little algorithm that Steve slash Steam slash Valve utilize. And they were picked up for things like throwing games, um, griefing and or cheating. So... Yeah. What do you reckon the punishment should be? I like I like with the VAC ban system where you're pretty much getting 12-month timeout or two-year timeout depending on the severity or I was going to say, repeat time, offense. Like just 10 lashes. Just get it over done with, you know? 10 e-lashes? Yeah, with like an extension cord. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I've been hit by an extension cord before and it fucking Was that in the CWS? Was it, that it, a, it was actually. Was that the, uh, was that, uh, you know, Mr. Power or something? No, nah, it was just like a... Like a hardcore false count anywhere match. It was just shit getting used all over the place. False count anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I actually broke my acoustic guitar over my uncle's head. And <laughs> Jeff Jarrett style? Jeff Jarrett style, but obviously it's not like a, a light fibro guitar like they have on oh, the show. Shit. And obviously we didn't think about it, but obviously there is screws connecting the neck of the guitar oh, into no. the body. And one of the screws got my uncle right on the top of the head, oh. punctured him, and then it was blood all over. It was great. You, Added to the drama. You kept going. We kept going. You've got to stay in character. You know, oh I was chasing him for that CWF heavyweight title. You know, it's, it's a long, long story. It went for months. CWF doesn't mess around. Okay, I, no. I think we should petition our fans to try and bring back CWF for for a one-off show, mm. um, and maybe you know the hipster will make a an appearance, and mm. maybe uh, he'll be joined by the Lebanese Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> Salim oh. the Dream. Yeah, yeah. Don't fully the Tabuli. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> anyway, oh. anyway, um, that's pretty well all the news I've got this week. Have you got anything you wanted to share before we start moving into these next segments? Look, nothing too amazing. Just that uh, Nintendo Switch uh, is getting its first video application. Yes, as we were talking about um, Media Center slash gaming consoles. Here you go. Uh, the Nico Nico platform, mm. right, is the name of the new service. Joining the Switch system, I don't know about that name, Nico Nico. It, it's it's been used in Japan for years. Okay, it, it is like their YouTube, very watered down. Like you look at the look at the um, UI on it at the moment, it looks like it's off so, like Windows ninety eight. It's just a Japanese thing at, at the at the moment. You know, they're just they're, they're trying it out on on the Japanese, uh, and they're going to give it a, a good old go. Um, so this is the 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 test run for this sort of stuff. There's talks that you should be seeing Hulu, Netflix, and Stan by the end of the year. I would be so excited and slash so happy to have a little Netflix app on my Switch. 
like to have that just in bed so it's on, your on phone. the little dock mode oh, oh but bigger screen yeah 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 you know yeah i mean it's uh, sound. it's coming like it's it's there's no running away from that that's that's mm. just going to happen yeah if if they don't go down that path cuz you know nintendo sometimes nintendo themselves and try and make it too quirky and too hard to yeah. so i'm hoping they just go you know what this is the way the world is yeah having these streaming service applications having the WWE app on there or yeah. yeah Netflix Hulu Amazon all this stuff easier to follow sports as well yeah. you know NHL NFL apps hell yeah the NFL app on my Xbox One S that's how I watch all my NFL yeah. it is so good super crisp you know 1080p streaming million bucks um, obviously not the app's a million bucks but it, it's really well Looks done high, high polish high polish that's cool I like it the, the Nico Nico um, I had a look at this during the week. You actually have to register and, and sign up for an account on there to be able to sort of see what's going on. Yep. So anyone that does want to have a look at it... But you um, have to be able to speak Japanese. Pretty much, pretty much. Obviously, there's probably going to be some some subtitle functionality in there too. I didn't sort of go too deep or spend too much time. I just sort of perused the uh, the front end just to see what it's about. Mm. Um, but it's, it's cool to see Nintendo uh, really starting to shift gears with the Switch. Uh, with a pretty hefty release slate from well, now until the end of the, the year. New, the new 3DS production has stopped. Yeah, yeah. For like, they've still got the new 2DS and the and XL. Yeah, the uh, the XXL or whatever the hell the latest one is with the with the tactile feel on the yeah on the case. They've slowed down or stopped the production of the new 3DS. Mm. So, you know, times are a changing over uh, Nintendo way. So. Mm. You know. Well, they need to do that eventually, like because these products are on a on a similar path. You know, they're they're a handheld gaming device. Obviously, there's one that's got a lot more power than the other. But once they get this virtual console thing going on the Switch, where they can say any any games you own or most of the back catalogue of the the DS range you can play on the Switch. You know, that's where they have to go. I think long term. I think where, uh, the Nintendo sixty four SNES NES would be. Yeah. pretty awesome yeah. you know, well, just to have that whole library there well no doubt if, you, if you're following the the mini classic iterations obviously we had the NES last year the SNES this year maybe the 64 next year and then after that obviously we're not going to be going to a Wii classic because it's still pretty relevant and you yeah. can buy one for I don't even know how cheap you could probably buy one for like 50 bucks for the console these, these days ah oh, easy yeah maybe 30 bucks on the old gum tree yeah so um yeah, N64 Mini Classic next year, maybe. Who knows? Oh, could you imagine? 20 the games inside. Hysteria that would create. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty pretty hyped for that. I still hate those controllers with a passion, but um, I'm still hyped for that. Any other news you got for us? No, nothing nothing much happening this week. No. It was super interesting. Just that stuff. Just that stuff. Okay, so we'll move into... Uh, the biggest segment in video gaming podcasting doing the rounds here through the oh, Asia yeah. Pacific, maybe even the world. Forget the Asia Pacific, let's go the world. This week in gaming is. So we've followed it through um, from last week where sort of old uh, Sam Burglar put together two subsects for this. So we'll go through some notable releases that occurred during this calendar week in gaming, which was the uh, 10th through to the 16th of July. Mm. The first one I'd like to uh, to mention, um, in we'll go most recent to oldest, Parappa the Rapper, released on PSP on 
this day or this calendar week in 2007. Were you a big Parappa the Rapper guy? Did you play it on the original PlayStation or on the PSP? I didn't play it when it came out, um, but I did play it later on in life mm-hmm. because one of my friends is like, did you ever play that game? I was like, nah. And he's like, nah, dude, you got to play yeah. it. So I was like, oh shit, okay. And then I played it again at um, the Game Masters exhibit in Melbourne when that came out and um, fell in love again. So mm. I have played it and I do like it. It's, so. it's funny, when it first came out, um, a friend of mine got it. No one really understood what it I, was. And, and yeah, my brain didn't appreciate it at the time. Like yeah. We played it for a bit and, and I hated it. Yeah. I'm like, fuck this, let's go play something else. So I played it for like maybe half an hour like in that initial release window and then didn't play it for years. But then went back and obviously you, you tasting games change and then I played it and I'm like, yeah, rhythm games are fun, you know, and this little <laughs> funky soundtrack and these quirky little flat paper animations and stuff. So yeah, that came out in 10 years ago. Yeah. 10 years ago. The next one that came out in 2006, which actually surprised me, the original Prey came out on Xbox 360 oh, and Windows PC. Yeah. Uh, as you know, it's very, very, very different to the Prey that was released this year. The one back then, you were you know, a, a Native American, heavy sort of ties into that Native American sort of spiritual tribe, um, dreamlike states, aliens overtaking um, this area in America and you end up sort of trying to find your tribesmen. It was a great, great game. Mm. Um, very, very nifty. I had a heap of fun on that way back when on the 360. 11 years ago it came out, which is which is nuts. Huge. Next one, Cool Borders 3. Oh, I had Cool Borders 2. I love the Cool Borders games. Uh, came out on the old OG PlayStation in 1999. Snowboard games. We had Steep, but that's not really a snowboard yeah. game. So. And, and at the end of this year, we've got Steep Winter Olympic Edition or some nah. bullshit. Like, Give me some... Uh, what was the name of that snowboarder? Sean White? Yeah. Mm. Give me some Sean White. Yeah, his game wasn't very good, sadly. You know, he's like a professional skateboarder now. Yeah, he's he's just the triple threat. There I don't know go. what the third threat is. There you go. Hair model. He had that long, oh, yeah, luxurious orange hair. Yeah, true. And that weird face. Yeah, yeah. But, but um, uh, yeah, yeah, Cool Borders Three. I love the Cool Borders games. Uh, yeah. They were the pioneers of, of snowboarding based games throughout the years. Obviously, then Nintendo brought out. 1080, 1080 snowboarding, snowboard kids and like. Oh, yeah. But Cool Borders, I remember sort of holding down the sort of the, the jump button and you, you get your little cu- your button combinations where you're holding like four different, <laughs> you got fingers going all over a controller and you let them go and it's like, yeah, 1080 nose grab, bloody indie backflip, Swish McGee. And it's like, <laughs> Swish McGee. That's a new trick I'm working on. So uh, swish watch, watch this space. Um, but super fun games. I'd, I'd I'd actually embrace if they brought like another snowboard game back. Or That's like, what I mean. Yeah, we're gonna do something. Um, the next one, which is probably, in my opinion, the biggest one on this list. The next one probably might supersede it, depending on the who you're talking to. Super Mario All Stars released Ooh, on nice. the SNES in Big 1993. One. They had that console special edition that came with it. Yeah, it was. It's still probably the best game or cart to ever release like having that many games in one yeah straight out of the box with the snes it was just nintendo were just kicking ass back in those days Mm. i had spent so many hours playing those games um as no doubt probably a lot of people our age have a lot of sisterly brotherly fights i'm guessing um more so doubling back to captain holiday him and i used to play these games 
He'd always be Mario. I'd always be Luigi. Um, I was always number two, Ooh. apparently, back when I was a, a young tacker. Not anymore. But, um, yeah, I've since uh, jumped over Mr. Aaron Lukaszak. You know, I have ascended into the stratosphere and you were still down there in fog boring Canberra. So suck it, Captain Holiday. Um, He's coming for you now. Part of the storyline. <laughs> but like, you know, Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers 2, Super Mario Brothers 3 and it was um, The Lost Levels was the fourth game on there. Like, yeah. Hundreds of hours of game time. It was super fun. I remember finishing Super Mario Brothers 3 with my uncle and we did it without using the whistles so you can skip skip worlds and all oh. that. We literally went from world one to world eight. Fuck Bowser at the end, you know, save Princess Peach. And that was one of my, you know, life achievements when I was a kid. And like <laughs> nothing topped that for years. So um yeah, shout out to you, Mario Brothers All Stars, um, for those special moments. The last one, which um oh Salim the Dream probably would have had a bit more input on as well. Final Fantasy released on the NES mm. in 1990. Yeah, the first two weren't great. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> they, they were kind of just, you know, different colored dots. <laughs> but uh, three was the when it really kicked in, in my opinion. But I don't know. Some people will probably yell at me. Uh, I, I won't yell at you. Yeah. yeah three, three is... I, I played that recently and I loved it. So really captured the imagination and the music, you know, really, really stepped it up a notch. Mm. Yeah, and, and the other two, moving from games into sort of the more business side of uh, the This Week in Gaming segment. In 2006, Ubisoft acquires Reflections Interactive as well as um, some licensing from Atari and in that included the driver license. Ah, Sadly, we haven't seen a new driver in I don't even remember how long. Yeah, But um, on the on the sort of Reflections Interactive side... Some of that team that they acquired way back then have gone on to work on such games as the Watchdog series. Mm. Um, there's members doing Wildlands, The Division, Assassin's Creed, Just Dance. So, so that is this week in gaming for the calendar week of July 10 through 16. Love it. Moving on to our uh, second last segment of the pod. New releases and events. Only two games coming out this week, though. Only mm. two. Both on July 21st. Yep. First one, Splatoon 2. Yep. On that Nintendo Switch. A lot of fun. A lot of fun, apparently. Can't confirm nor deny. But I can confirm. And the other one is Yonder, the Cloud Catcher Chronicles on PlayStation 4. Eh. Never heard of it. Don't know what it's about. Could be great. Don't care. Yonder. Mm, just beyond... I don't even know. <laughs> Fuck. and events this week apart from my 31st birthday on this thursday oh is that july 20th is that this week 31 years young this week uh nation send all gifts and love and or hate to me via at brendan 8-bit on all the socials please you have to send the hate to me first you're gonna vet the hate yeah okay no one no one talks down to my boy that's it We'll e-fight you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's on. Not really doing anything. Maybe. Maybe we'll. I don't know. We'll work We're going to be away. That's true. Because I will be down in Adelaide from July 21 through July 23 um, at Avcon, which is the uh, anime and video game convention held at the Adelaide Convention Center. The second largest showing of indie games in Australia, second only to PAX. So that's a 
pretty big claim to fame for them. I'm excited to uh, play some stuff, run amok with the uh, Dion DLC boys and, and whoever else we see along the way. And the other event, which I haven't talked to you about yet, but I've got some tickets if you guys want to go along to it, is the Overwatch World Cup event at the Star Casino here in Sydney, running on those same days. Got some tickets for the weekend pass. You don't have to go, obviously, the whole weekend, but you can go watch some games. Yeah. Run amok. That is uh, happening this weekend coming as well from July 21 through to 23. Awesome. Head over to worldcup.playoverwatch.com for further information and or tickets. I think it may be sold out though. So, yeah, if it is, you might have to get on Gumtree and try and hustle some. Otherwise, no doubt it's going to be streamed on about 10,000 different Twitch channels. So, you'll be able to watch it somewhere. That's it. Somewhere. So, that's exciting. The the whole... um, overwatch esports things it's happening and i like that they've broken it into specific countries so in one year it's that game is just i still haven't played doomfist i'm gonna play doomfist over this weekend yeah maybe after this because i'm not really doing much after we finish recording so I'll probably go home and play some doomfist um moving on to the final segment of the hungry games podcast Ooh. itunes review of the week this review is coming to us via the Australian New Zealand charts. Hey. Uh, gives us that nice, tasty five stars. Mm. So you know we like that straight off the bat. Um, the iTunes user is Josie Gross. Oh, Josie Grossy, I'm assuming. Josie Grossy. Josie Grossy. Or maybe it is Josie Grossy. How do you spell? How would you spell Grossy? G R O S I E. Okay, so this is G R O S Y. Ah, so Grossy. Grossy. But I mean, if, I reckon if your name was jo- Josie Grossy. You just would have been Josie Grossy mm. anyway. It would have been a hard, kids are fucking hard merciless. Yeah, kids are assholes. Yeah, not but all, also, most. How dumb do your parents have to be? We had a kid at our school. His name was David Gross. Yeah, yeah, but we never really gave him shit about it. Mm. But just, that's the the surname's not his fault. No, but I, I guess we just didn't really tweak to that. What would you call him? Like, say, say your surname was Gross. Yeah. What would you call your son's first name to try and avoid as much teasing as possible? Uh, I'd use the the Nepalese name I'm. I'm gross. Yeah. So he just owns it. <laughs> or you're. You are. Uh, oh, Lachaim. No. You call him? Wouldn't you call him just something obnoxious like He Man or something? So He Man like, gross. Yeah, because like fuck off, I'm He Man. Like, <laughs> call me gross. Ultimate warrior. That's it. Mm. <laughs> Lion tamer gross or something like that. Here we go. We're anyway, waste, waste anyway I, I apologize, Josie Grossy or Josie Grossy. The headline, it reads, my favorite. We could just leave the, the review there. That, you can't that. get much better than that. So the review reads, love getting my weekly gaming fix from these crazy Australians. Their back and forth flows like cheap wine. Oh, and a three-day growth. Yes. If you're a cold chisel fan. Mm. Which I or am. just don't like sleeping, sleep, <laughs> shaving in any form of regularity. Uh, we're we're not really into shaving here, so so I like I like the um the the, the sort of the analogy there, the flowing back and forth like cheap wine. Yeah, I know you can attest to the cheap wine. You're yeah. you're a cask baron. No, you love that shit. No cask. Oh well, you're a. I'm a I'm a twenty dollar thirty dollar bottle person. Oh, no fucking way. Yeah, I've seen you buy bottles like five bucks. No, no five bucks. Maybe seven. Yes, the truth <laughs> comes out. The truth comes. I do out. like my cheap wine. Mm. It's a fun time. It's a good time for everyone involved. I like. I'm no wine connoisseur, but I've, I I try and sample. Like I don't like wine, 
but if if I'm out at dinner or whatnot, I will try them because I'd like to think one day that my palate will mature enough where I can enjoy wine. Listen, right? if, if you go to a good enough restaurant, ask them for a glass of wine and pair it with the food. The best decision you'll ever no, make. No, I've tried that. Like I've had because you can't have like beef bourguignon, you know, with freshly made French bread and butter with you know Sprite. Just that wouldn't be good for anyone. <laughs> that's, that's very extreme. You know, no, but like I've had glasses from several hundred dollar bottles of wine and it still all just tastes like the same shit to me one thing you'll notice is that the cheaper the wine like the bigger the hangover yeah but also like you get that piercing headache almost straight away yeah but really good wine just just smooth Mm. why is that is it just i'm guessing less additives uh more aerated oh because more oxygen to the brain that's true you know so there you go the Wine Podcast, coming soon to the 8-Bit <laughs> Podcast Network. 8-Bit? Eight, eight, great, great bit. <laughs> it's a work in progress. Anyway, Josie Gracie, thank you for the review. Um, we can confirm, yes, we are crazy Australians, but we have fun, and we do flow like cheap wine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, keep those reviews coming in. We will, we will read every single one, whether they're good, bad, or otherwise. Uh, on the iTunes, subscribe, rate, review. As I say it every week, it is our lifeblood. Keeps us relevant, keeps us happy. Lifeblood. You don't like us when we're angry. Especially me. I'm a right asshole when I'm angry. I'm, I'm bad when I'm hungry. Mm. Yep. So, chuck those reviews on there. If you aren't on the iTunes, find us on every one of those other podcast outlets. SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, well, Player FM. If SoundCloud's still around. but Yes. Yes. That's a, that's a whole other story, Listen, isn't it? I've heard that uh, Chance the Rapper is going to save SoundCloud really yeah he's stepping in is there some backstory like, I have no idea what. Like, I know so, who Chance the Rapper is so SoundCloud's got enough money to run for another month right that's literally where does all their money go that's what they've said they have they have enough money to keep it up for another month Chance the Rapper has been like oh, I think I need to save that because you know he's notoriously an unsigned artist mm. so SoundCloud is basically something that he needs um, so whether he just pumps it full of money or gets it back on track or whatever mm. but be interesting to see what happens with the old SoundCloud because it is a really good service and yeah it was our original platform yeah. had some issues with it so hence pivoted to Libsyn we use SoundCloud as a secondary platform just because yeah. it's accessible but who knows yeah. I'm working on trying to get us onto Spotify at the moment but that is a fucking hard process for is podcasts mm. very hard but hopefully Sometime this month will be on available be on Spotify as well. I love Spotify because that is that is the the hub I think these it days for the music. Hub, yeah. And I'm late to the party. I've only just signed up to Spotify last night. Oh mate, I I I think I am accountable for all of Spotify's lag. Yeah, because you were just streaming on 15 devices at once. I have unlimited data from Optus on Spotify. Yeah, Optus are great like that. So like, I just I'm all day mm. got something going. Just streaming. Yeah, you know, bit of, bit of Sam Cooke, bit of Elvis, bit of Beatles, you know, mm. bit of Bob Dylan. Yeah, I'm trying and then a to bit of like you know death metal. Yeah, I'm making my like playlist at the moment. Yeah, the ultimate and it's Randy called playlist. like it's called like the fantastical radical ultimate mega playlist or something <laughs> bullshit like that. Something you'd write on a CDR. Yeah, twelve yeah. years ago. So it's uh, watch this space when it, when it's done. I'll share it to the world and you can critique my very bipolar music tastes. <laughs> Yellow card and then death battle or something. Yeah, there is yellow card on there. There's um some cunning linguists on there. There's some logic on there. There's Gambino. 
there's it prevails there's a whole host it's it's, it's jumping from genre to genre yeah but I need to sit down and physically plot out what I want. And then do I want whole albums or do I just want like <laughs> just key fire tracks? tracks? Yeah. You don't want to be skipping. So I'm doing whole albums first. I'm going to go back and filter oh God. for the good you stuff. you got a lot of time on your hands there, mate. Yeah. Well, I Some don't... of us have to work. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anything you want to say, do um, tell us about this coming up before we uh, start packing this down and moving on out of here for the 72nd time no but i think this is the last time we'll be here yes it's the end of an era here at the uh og this old girl hungry hq it has now become 8-bit hq i am going to look at a table this week a table which could be our new podcast slash vod table amazing um it's been a very very in-depth Search process. I've got some criteria. I want a certain shape. I know. So distance. You do this with everything. Um, and I've honed in on, I think I've got three or four, and I'm going to go check them out this week. Could you always do a custom? I could, but it'd be so expensive, and I don't want to burn that money on that for now. Got some other stuff. I've got, I've got to buy a new camera and all this other shit. Oh, first. boy. Anyway, this is the uh, last time you'll be hearing is coming from, um, from sunny, the Hungry sunny HQ. Piedmont. Yeah. We may do one here or there from time to time, maybe. Mm. But, uh, yeah, 8-Bit HQ is uh, up and running slowly but surely. Semperfy, old girl. <laughs> Semperfy. <laughs> um, next week, the podcast may be out a day late because I'd love to um, come back and dive into a podcast where we can unpack what I saw or did at um, Avcon as well, just so we've got something mm. relevant from that weekend. So it may be out a day late. It's got to confirm with my uh, fellow co-hosts here first before that. But um, we'll be back next week. 73rd time. Um, Love it. Anything else you want to say? Uh, yeah, I might see you at 1989 tomorrow night. Let's meet Greg Barnett from uh, the original creator of the Commodore 64. Oh! Uh, 1989 I, is in Newtown for yeah. any Sydney siders out there that don't know. If I have made it out, then yeah, I'll be wearing my 8-bit jersey, so come say hi. Hell yeah, you might have been rocking that sexy Audio-Technica pom beanie. Yeah, love it. Mm. Love that pom. Yeah, so uh, quick shout-outs, yes. Audiotechnica.com.au for all the best in audio equipment for gaming, podcasting, general listening wear or street wear. I'm not sure how you define just yeah. general music off an iPhone or an iPod yeah. or whatever. Um, even turntables. They've, they've got it all. Audiotechnica.com.au. AK Racing for the best in gaming chairs or just general sexy leisurely chairs. Mm. Use the code 8bit, A-T-E-B-I-T on checkout to save one yourself to your some office. Johnny it's Cash. It's your back. You know, it is. You can claim it on tax. Mm. We recommend the Overture series in 8-bit purple. They've got now big sexy mouse mats. They've got foot rest. They've got it all. AK Racing. Lovely. The best in gaming chairs. Um, 8bit.net for all your other gaming news or youtube.com forward slash we are 8bit. We'll have some Z-Town stuff up soon. It's getting there. Looking good. Sam Burglar has run off with the footage to Newcastle but it'll be on there soon and it's going to be golden yeah production issues but we'll, we'll squeeze it out soon we're getting well let's get the hell out of here that's it till next week much love stay hungry you've been listening to The Hungry Gamers an exclusive podcast from 8-Bit be sure to check out 8-Bit.net for all your video game and pop culture related needs Additional Hungry Gamers episodes can be found on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iTunes. While you're there, please be sure to rate and subscribe. Until next time, boys and girls. 